This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baskin and Phelps, 92.3 The Fan, 216-474-0092, We're going to be joined by Amy Trask here in a few moments. Um... You know, she started uh, with the Raiders. I mean, she just did a fantastic job with the Raiders and was I, I was just reading another story about her being um, the first woman in the room with all the men making decisions in the NFL, and she just did a fantastic job all along the way. Former CEO of the Oakland Raiders. She is a super, super friend of the show. And, of course, she is on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline, Amy Trask. We love you. We're your guys in Cleveland. How are you? Hi, Amy. Well, I love you, too, and you are my guys in Cleveland. We're very excited about that. I don't know. It just makes our day when you say that. It does, actually. It's the little <laughs> things, you know. It doesn't take much. It's just saying hello in the You're morning right. sometimes. It's it's always good. Amy, I want to start with this because I think it's super interesting. We were talking about this in the beginning of the show, that it wasn't that long ago the NFL wanted nothing to do with Vegas, wanted nothing to do with gambling, <laughs> Didn't want anything to do with it, and now we find the center of the world uh, will be Las Vegas for the Super Bowl. Your thoughts on that? Well, going back to the years I was in the league, we were the first team to post on our website any reference to fantasy football. And it wasn't an account, you know, you couldn't sign up and play fantasy football through our Raiders.com website. But we spoke about fantasy football on the website. And as I said, we were the first team to do that within minutes of putting that up on the website, my private line at my desk. Yes, kids, we had landlines. It was a landline. My landline rings. It's an executive from the league office with the following words. Amy, take it down. Hmm. So we've gone from Amy, take it down, as relates to a reference to fantasy football, to here we go. We're going to Las Vegas for the Super Bowl. Is is that a problem, Amy? I, I don't think it is. I I think Vegas is a perfect venue to host a Super Bowl. Is gambling any kind of a factor in this? I certainly hope not. Um, And, of course, people can gamble wherever they are. Sure. Um, I worry more about perception 
than perhaps actual problems. What if a player, not necessarily from one of the teams involved, but what if a player is walking through the lobby of a hotel because there's a really, really nice restaurant there and he wants to take his significant other or his parents or his family or friends out to dinner. And he's walking through the lobby and someone says, hey, can I take my picture with you? I'm a big fan. And he does what every team and the league hopes every player will do and says, sure, I'll take a picture with you. And someone snaps a photo and in the background is a sign that says sports book or, you know, gambling, whatever it says, sports gambling, sports book. This player has not only done nothing wrong, he's done everything right. And yet there can be the appearance of an impropriety. I worry about that more than an actual impropriety. I, it's just, it, I think the whole thing's fascinating. I mean, did, did we get here because the league knew they could finally, because the league just felt like, okay, we've got to get here because this is what the rest of the world is doing, or because they were able to go slow enough that they were able to control the monetization of what was going on and, and finally just put their hands up in the air and go, hey, everybody else is making money in our games and we're not. How did we get here? Uh I think you just hit the nail on the head in one regard. And I was in those league meetings from, you know, listening to the discussion, not only as relates to betting, but many, many, many other issues where that concept was raised, which was, hey, there's a lot of people making money from X or Y or Z and X and Y and Z relate to our product. Why aren't we monetizing it? So, you know, I do think you you hit the nail on the head in that regard. Did the Raiders finally get it right at head coach? Keep a guy oh, boy, who, oh. who did a nice job there in Antonio Pierce? Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. I absolutely hope so. Um, I, I want, you know, I shall always, my heart is always going to be with the fans of the Raiders. And I love you too, Cleveland fans. You Thank were always great when I visited. And, and I love the dog pound. And I love what the Browns do for rescue dogs. So, yes, I love you, Cleveland fans. But you guys know my heart is with Raider fans. And I shall always wish them the best. And I hope that this is the answer. Um, because there's been a lot of wrong answers at that position, and I hope that this is the right answer. What I loved seeing after he took over was the Raiders playing with a passion and a vigor we haven't seen of late. I mean, they were playing like Raiders, and I love to see that. All right. Here, I'm, I'm going to ask you the question just because I, I know some people might be tired of it, but – what is the Travis Kelsey um, Taylor Swift relationship meant for the league? You know, they obviously have put it on the screen and, and they've used it quite a bit. Um, I don't, you know, some people have said they're putting it on the screen too much. Um, I, I'm not bothered by it at all. And you know what I've loved here? Yeah, I'm not bothered by it either. I'm just, I'm curious, yeah. you know, like, because we keep, like, there are some people that absolutely hate it. I think it's a great storyline. I think it's great, especially for bringing new football fans in. Well, and especially the stories that I've heard, both on social media and on the radio, but also people sharing with me personally, hey, I've been trying to get my little girl to sit down, and and when I say little girl, I mean little girl, you know, a seven-year-old, an eight-year-old, to sit down and watch football with me, and she's had no interest whatsoever. And then I yelled, hey, come on in, Taylor Swift is there, and zoom, that little girl runs in, and, you know, now it's a moment to sort of bond those two things together. So, you know what, if you're someone who's angry that they're showing Taylor Swift on the screen, first of all, there's bigger things in life to be angry about. But, you know, enjoy the fact that some dads are really enjoying this moment with their daughters. Amy, what, what 
value do you think free agency should play for an NFL team in building its team? We're, we're looking at the well, Browns who have 20-some free agents, and, and they'll lose most of those guys, I would think, and by probably not wanting to bring back most of them. But do you well, like building through the draft more? Do you like a key trade, or is free agency a big deal in your mind? Yes, 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 and yes. I don't think any of those are mutually inconsistent. They're all tools. You can build your team using the draft as a tool, using a trade as a tool, using free agency as a tool. You don't have to pick just one. Um, Look, I have said for years and years and years and years that the draft is not a science. You know, there's no Rosetta Stone to the draft. So sometimes you hit and sometimes you don't. Um, Free agency can be both you know, an exciting moment when you acquire a free agent. And of course, there's times you lose a player that you don't want to lose to, to free agency. But I think they're all tools. Look, if you're going to go build a building, you're not just going to use a hammer and say, I'm only using one tool to build the building, or I'm only going to use, I don't know, what another tool, a screwdriver. You're going to use all the tools. So use all the tools to build your team. Aim, uh, true to our heart here in Cleveland, Kevin Stefanski, is he the coach of the year? What do you think? He certainly is in the running. He's, I would think, one of the top two candidates. I mean, I don't need to tell you guys how many quarterbacks he had to use this year and how many significant injuries, putting quarterback aside, how many significant injuries there were on offense and on defense. So he just kept doing, you know, he just kept like that train, chug, chug, chug down the tracks notwithstanding all of those obstacles thrown in his way. The other coach I think should be there um, would be D'Amico Ryans. And I think those two, in my view at least, are the top two candidates because in the case of Kevin, he did what he did with all of those injuries. And in the case of D'Amico, he took a team from last in its division and, you know, the perceived, oh, my gosh, how could you look? You know, they won the final game last year, which knocked them out of the first place in the draft. And Texan fans went all kinds of crazy because it cost them the first pick in the draft. Well, guess what? That's C.J. Stroud. He's worked out pretty well for the Texans. So, And D'Amico did what the best coaches do, brought out the best in his players. So I think those are the top two candidates. Amy Trask joining us from CBS Sports, former CEO of the Oakland Raiders. Amy, you were in on big decisions when it came to teams, and that includes coaching staffs. Here in Cleveland last year, new defensive coordinator, new special teams coordinator. This year, new offensive coordinator. How does uh, an ownership group, how does upper management differentiate between the need for a change at coordinator as opposed to a change at head coach? And is it any reflection on the head coach when coordinators get changed? Um, I think the latter question you just asked really piques my interest the most. And so I'm going to answer that one in the, in reverse. I'm going to answer in reverse order. Fabulous. Um, I think it can, <laughs> I know, cause I, I never follow directions. Um, I think it can reflect very well on a head coach in the sense of recognizing we're not doing something we need to do better. And I need to bring in someone who's going to help us be better. It's recognizing that the former choice may not have been the right choice. It can also be a reflection on a head coach, and I'm not suggesting this in the case of Cleveland. Um, You know, this has happened over the years where you see head coaches just change and change and change and change, and sometimes you want to say to them, hey, rather than pointing fingers all around, maybe look in the mirror as well and accept some responsibility 
And, and what have you not been doing well? Again, not what I'm suggesting in Cleveland at all. I'm simply saying, and come on, you guys, you're talking to the girl that went to law school. So I always answer in a very um, sort of careful manner to questions like this. But the answer is it could be both. It could be a positive reflection of recognizing there needs to be a change or a failure to accept accountability. As to how teams do it, 32 different ownership groups or 31 plus the Packers, which are, are publicly owned, um, 32 different ways of doing it. I worked for Al Davis, who came into the league through a football background, not a business background. He made all of those decisions as related to coaching and coaching staff. I thought he often had, in some instances, too quick a trigger. In some instances, I didn't think that trigger was fast enough. Uh, Aim, I just I kind of want to go back to your Oakland roots here for a second. Just a, a quick Oakland. Car. I'm just curious what you think about. You know, we know the you know the Raiders are in Vegas. Uh, A's are headed there too. Um, the Warriors moved across the bay. Just I, what, what do you think of that situation? I'm just I, I'd love to hear your answer. I just because in some ways I I feel it, 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 living in a city that lost the Browns. Like I think about Oakland and I think about you know when when cities lose teams. It, it happens, but I'm just curious. I mean, Oakland will have lost everybody when the A's leave. Just your thoughts on that. Well, you know, it's very, very sad for the residents in Oakland and the Bay Area because not only teams lost, but even if you're not a fan of the teams, that's jobs lost. That's tax revenue lost. Um, there's a lot lost to even those who aren't following teams or attending games. The thing I'll underscore about Oakland having lost three teams, in my view – the location on which that stadium, which was, of course, baseball and football, and the arena sat is absolutely the best location in all of sports in the country in terms of hmm. public transportation. Oh, yeah. You could take BART from anywhere in the Bay Area and be dropped right at the stadium with a little bridge to get into the stadium. You could take a train to meet up with BART. It just, you know, maybe I shouldn't go overboard and say the best served by public transportation, but certainly among the very, very top, and that they couldn't get anything done there um, is sad in many regards. And I don't point the finger in any one direction. I think there's a lot of accountability to go around the city, the county, and that's one of the problems. Those facilities and the land on which they sit is owned evenly by the city and the county. And it was very difficult to get the city and the county to agree on anything. So there you are as a team trying to get something done, and the people who own the property with which you're trying to get something done can't get an agreement between them. But the teams also bear responsibility. Um, you know, as in most things in life, there's plenty of responsibility to share around. We get it. All right, I have 30 seconds. Who do you like in the Super Bowl? Oh, I, guys, come on. Sorry. It's only Tuesday. It's only Tuesday. you got to pick one. Ask- yep. No, I'm not picking. I'm not uh, picking. Well, you know, I will say this. I will say this. My roots are almost 30 years in the AFC. So I don't know that, you know, I kind of think AFC, but San Francisco looks very, very daunting. I think it's going to be a great game. Oh, I thought I thought you were going to say something. You didn't give it to us. Amy, you know we love having not. you. I went to law school. I, I mean, know. come on, you guys. I know how to answer without answering. <laughs> Law school, all you need to do is be married and you know how to you know, dance around everything or do the show for a while. Amy, there you go. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. And of course, we're always watching on CBS Sports and catching everything you do. Thank Thanks you, Amy. For having Thanks, me, man. Amy. Take care. All right, Amy Trask on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Interesting stuff, um, especially when we talk about free agents. I, the question you asked, Jeff, and I'm going to bring it back up, I thought was 
fascinating on how a front office makes decisions and the way they think. Let's bring that up when we come back. 216-474-0092, Baskin and Phelps. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Uh, Amy Trask just joined us. Um, Also... A former NFL quarterback said something about week 18 or game 18, not week 18, game 18. We're going to play that for you here in a second. But I want to go back to our interview with Amy Trask. If you missed any of it, just go to the Odyssey app. You can always check out the Basket and Phelps podcast, and it is right there for you. Amy Trask, again, from CBS Sports, the former CEO of the Raiders. And Jeff asked, I, I thought, a really interesting question, especially when it pertains to what's going on here knowing that we've gone through a new offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, and special teams coach uh, in the last 13 months. And at what point, when you're sitting in the front office the way she was, do you have to realize that, and correct me if I'm wrong, do you have to realize that you're talking about changing from underneath the head coach? And when is that the right time compared to changing the head coach, right? That was the gist of where you yeah, were getting Yeah, I, I was just wondering – do front offices look at that as, okay, good, yeah, we need to change coordinators. Or, well, if we need to change coordinators, you hire them, and maybe you're not getting them to do what you need them to do, and we need a new head coach. Hmm. Here's the answer. Hmm. Did she dance around the the answer? Uh, no, not completely. It, it, it almost seems like this to me. And there there are other teams, Andy, where it's, you know, it's a different situation. Baltimore has changed coordinators. But does anybody think John Harbaugh's in trouble there? I think it depends on why you change coordinators. Yeah. If I, they leave for another job, that's one story. I honestly think Like that, in New England, that was a yearly thing there for a while. Sure. In, in some situations, I think maybe a coach just thinks, hey, that was terrific. This guy did all he can for us. He did exactly what I asked him to do. He did a great job. Now we want to tweak it a little bit and do something a little different. So we're going to need a little bit different approach to it. And that might not... You know, that, that might not be a bad reflection on the person who's getting replaced. 
It might just be, hey, for where we are and what we have, we want to do something a little bit different. And I, I can understand that. On the other hand, do you trust your coordinator enough to think that they can adapt? Hey, we want to do this a little bit more. No sweat, got it. And you can do that. You know, like, for for instance, Alex Van Pelt's out here. Right. He went 11-6 and six and started five quarterbacks. Right. I would think he did a pretty damn good job. You know what I, I mean? I cannot argue with you. You, you lost... You lost three tackles in Nick Chubb, and yet your running game didn't fall off the face of the earth until maybe real late in the season. Jeff, you played a game with one regular offensive lineman. One. I mean, I look at all of those scenarios, and I I wonder, okay, why is Ken Dorsey? And again, I'm not against what happened. If they felt like they needed a new voice, then okay, I can live with that. But I'm also trying to figure out what is going to make – Ken Dorsey better than Alex Van Pelt. That that's it. And I think we're going to be watching in the beginning of the season to see what the offense looks like and if it looks different. I also think that if the head coach is calling the plays, what difference does it really make? Right? I mean, these guys I mean, they're preparing the meal, the salad, the steak and everything and then when it comes game time on Sunday, they don't get to eat. So, I'm just trying to figure out how that plays into effect. But I also think, Jeff, that when you look at coordinators for an NFL head coach, in some ways, they're get-out-of-jail-free cards. Because like, hey, it, it wasn't me, it was the coordinator? Especially for a young coach. I need more support there? Yeah, or, or they'd be like, you know what, okay. And I, I'm going to be honest, Kevin doesn't have any more get-out-of-jail-free cards. Well, no. Unless see, something crazy happens. Now, see, the Joe Woods... You know, replacing Joe Woods, who Kevin brought in. Right. right? They had they had a history together, and right. Kevin wanted him. Replacing him with Jim Schwartz, I think that's – that's in a, take this the right way. That was a no-brainer for, for not giving Kevin any heat. It's like, hey, you need a different approach on defense. Though you're the head coach, you're calling plays on offense, not defense. Get out of jail so, free card. There you go. Yes. The Alex Van Pelt thing feels a little different to me. Because Kevin's calling the plays. Exactly. You know? So that that one, to me, has a little bit more of a ramification if something, you know, it's like, well, wait a minute. You were the guy calling the plays. Did did he not give you what you wanted? Because that's all I can think of, Andy. They went 11-6. and six. And their offense, though it had issues, you know, Flacco came in and started flinging it, right? That And the offense looked much better. Well, wasn't Alex Van Pelt coordinating that offense too? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, to me now, if the offense doesn't click next year, where does the finger get pointed? I think it depends on how many wins you have, but it's going to get back at the head coach. I think so too. I think that's where you're at. at I this think point. so too. I think so too. Okay. I um I also want to I want to talk about something Boomer Sison said today too. Yeah. And just give ourselves a little bit of time. To yeah. Talk about you know. I, I want to hear this. I want to hear right. how. So, Dan, we, what did a friend, we love Boomer? By the way, friend of the show, Boomer Sison. Yep. Yeah. Even well, though he played for the Bengals. Yeah. Uh, thank you. I, I'm you okay. named your dog after him. Yeah, I did not name our dog after him. But go oh. ahead, yeah. Oh. So, on Boomer and Geo this morning, this took place courtesy of CBS Sports Radio. I, regardless of the games, moving into President's Weekend is brilliant. I don't ever want to see them put it on Saturday because that way you have some the people day off the on day Monday. Up. Yes. 
It makes sense. That makes sense for the for and the it reason turns it into a big party and a big celebration. Yeah, and what you know, the thought of moving it Saturday, I understand that, but it's Super Bowl Sunday. Like that's, I mean, they can mess with a lot of things, but it's got to be Super Bowl Sunday, right? Yeah, I think so completely. And, and the NFL plays on Sunday, Andy. Right? Yes. They, they play they, on oh, Sunday. Remember? Except for, except for late in the season when college football goes bye-bye on, on some Saturdays, they throw some games on Saturday. The NFL plays on Sunday. And if they go to President's Day weekend, the only reason that makes any sense to me is because of the day off on President's Day where most people will have the day off from work. So that makes makes it a bigger party. I, I want to go back to the other aspect of it. 18 games. Wow. What Boomer said about expanding the rosters is an absolute must. So it, it goes back to what you and I have talked about for years. Okay. If you're going to play 18 games, you must expand the rosters. You must expand the game day roster. And you must get rid of the preseason. I would think one more week of nationally televised games would more than make up for local revenue lost by not having preseason games. I would agree. I don't know the dollars involved. There's no way that local stations are paying the kind of money that networks would pay for one more weekend of National Football League telecast going nationwide. Yeah, I don't even know if it's networks, it's streaming networks too. Not even just yeah. like over-the-air networks, we're talking about streaming networks to pay for it. And start it all on Labor Day. Start Labor Day weekend. Let's go. Yeah, I don't – like the the push to President's Day is seems to me to be easy. Just start the season later. Yeah, but I, I think sometimes – when did we start this year? What, September 10th? Isn't that late enough? Yeah, I mean, they were on, I mean, you know, you could they st- played a preseason game on August 3rd. August 3rd! Yeah, if you combine, though, my Labor Day start wouldn't work with pushing it to President's Day. You know what I mean? Unless you gave another bye week in there. Or you start international play and now you're giving the bye week. You might have to have two bye weeks to make that all awesome. Work out. To make the international play. But, but, Andy, all that is is another weekend of television for the NFL. If you added an 18th game and another bye week, all of a sudden you're playing 20 weeks. You know, like right now we have 17 games in week 18. Right. You could have 18 games in week 20, and then you start the playoffs. Oh, my gosh. Dan's well, really what's gonna that gonna sound you hear? Accountants with the networks giggling. Dan's really going to hate me on this one. Don't the playoffs feel too short? Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. No, you don't add more playoff teams. That's why you play the. If you're adding season. all these other teams, though, well, if you're you not go international, adding teams yet. Dan, are you going to punch me or what? No. Do you not? Do, do the playoffs not feel like they're short? Bad. They feel Andy. short. It's not bad, no. Andy. Bad, Andy. Bad boy. Sorry, guys. No. Neil Fairview Park. Fairview Park. Hi, Neil. 
Hey, how are you? What do you got, man? Uh, well, no disrespect to Jeff, but the NFL plays every day except for Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So what's and you know football Sunday? I mean, yes, Sunday's the main day, but they play every day of the week pretty much. So. Well, that Before, I mean, the pandemic, to, I, to me, I think Super Bowl needs to be on Sunday. That's all there is to it. The league plays most of their games on Sunday still. You, we can talk about they playing do. on I, Thursday. I, I, I mean, it's what the league is. Once the, a week on Monday, once I, a week I, on yeah. one game. I mean, I get it, but I mean, you know, why not put it on a Saturday for guys like me, the working class guys, you know, that have to work the next day. Yeah, Neil, that's we're, why yeah, I think we're gonna President's, move President's Day, day for brilliant. you, Neil. There you go. Brilliant. Thank you, Neil. Jeff? Neil will get the day off on President's yes. Day. Yes. That'll work out great. Yes. And you have a day to warm up, Neil. Yes. Three-day weekend, all for football. Look at that. Jeff's making sure you have a three-day Done, weekend. Done, Neil. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 